0: guys welcome back this is eric and chad here with Iraq veteran eighty eight eighty eight. today we've got another gun gripe episode uh, for you this is sort of an emergency gripe that we're posting here uh, unless you guys have been living under a rock you probably saw the video that uh tim just put out and uh talking about some of the stuff that is going on with this bump stock uh ruling and with the bump stock question period that's uh opened a lot of people probably are not paying attention to it. A lot of people's attention is sort of fixated uh, on SHOT Show and some of the things that are coming out new this year. Uh, we actually have a special guest with us uh, here today. Rick, why don't you introduce yourself uh, and tell us uh, what we're going to be talking about here today and uh, you know, sort of introduce yourself and let's have a chat.
1: Sure. Hey, uh, thanks for having me on, first of all. Uh, my name is Rick Vasquez. I recently, uh, three years ago, retired from ATF I was uh, the Assistant Chief, Acting Chief of the Firearms Technology Branch, and then I was the Acting Chief of the Firearms Training Branch, uh, excuse me, Firearms Trafficking Branch my last year with ATF. Prior to that, I was a Firearms Instructor with DIPMAC Security Service, and before that, I had a a long career in the Marines, did 21 years, so I've had a a wide uh, bit of experience with firearms.
2: In other words... In other words, more qualified than we are to talk about this kind of stuff. Ding!
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> everybody has a specialty in life, and right. that just happens to be my specialty. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. Well, you know, really, everybody- to, to work
0: in that type of position, you really have to be a gun nut, right? I mean, you have to know about guns. You can't just take on a position like that and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm the uh, I'm the firearms technology guru. Well, what do you know about guns? Nothing." Uh, <laughs>
1: nothing <laughs> you know what I mean like you gotta know stuff well that's kind of funny that you say that because I was a chief of the precision weapon shop at Quantico one of my tours in the Marine Corps and I really thought I knew guns but but I've realized I was an expert in a very small area you know I was a machinist a welder I could build sniper rifles but when I went to work for firearms technology branch and and, and met legends like Ed Owen and Kurt Bartlett had been doing this for 40 something years. I realized what a gun expert truly was, and they tutored me and mentored me, and I learned so much, and, and one of the things we're going to discuss is one of the things I really uh, fixated on was learning the regulations and the statutes. I realized that all of us, if you can fix a lawnmower, you can fix a motorcycle, you can get a gun book and work on a gun. But if you don't know those regulations and if you don't know those statutes, when you go out and have to testify in federal court, when you go out and have to give a class, that's where they can really stump you. So that's one of the things, as you said, that we're going to discuss today is, is some of these new regulations that are pending.
0: Yes, sir. Well, I graciously appreciate your time and everything. I, I know that you're probably a busy fellow and everything. Um There's, there's some things going on that I think a lot of people are confused about. And I know that a part of this conversation, we're bringing you in to, you know, to kind of offer some clarification on uh, where we stand on this whole thing. I mean, it's a very big deal. Um, A lot of people are confused about the whole bump stock thing, the binary triggers, where all of this is going to go. Uh, the ATF, as many of you know, have opened up a comment period about it. And I'm sure the better person to mention this would be you, Rick. But when when they come up with the potential thing that they're going to do in terms of a ruling, then they open up a comment period where they take the public's comments into heart. And I'm assuming part of that is they're supposed to go, all right, well, this many people are yay, this many people are nay. And then they sort of like develop that into some form of an opinion. Well, think back whatever. Uh, Think back to
2: when uh, 41F was kind of a thing back last year in in summertime and all uh, when it went down. Before that, there was a comment period open on 41F and the proposed rulemaking changes that were involved with that. And not only the public got involved, but also the gun industry as a whole. And uh, it took forever for the ATF to actually sift through all the legitimate comments that were made and then go through with the rulemaking process. So I imagine this is basically the same idea and this has kind of been put on by the NRA in suggesting that the ATF take another look at bump stocks, which were already deemed legal under the current NFA law. And are. I mean, they, they, they are. <laughs> yes.
1: And let me let me go and explain two different things. Let me let me go and explain how we got to where we are with the bump stock. And I was the assistant chief of FTB. So I was a senior technical advisor at the time when the bump stock came in for evaluation and we'd seen other things come in and, and they'd been denied. And uh, this thing came in, and was assigned to a, a young technician and, and he went through it. And we based our opinion on the definitions in the law and the regulations and ATF's opinion. on what is a single function of the trigger? So when everything was said and done, we couldn't classify it as a machine gun. You know, we didn't, like, go after and say we've got to classify as a machine gun. We followed proper procedure and everything that was based on. So this thing went all the way up to the top of ATF because we, without a doubt, knew it was going to be controversial. So it came back from the assistant directors and from the attorneys, and they said, hey, you guys are right. So then that went out, and then we had the binary triggers that were approved. They don't meet the definition of machine gun. And if you heard the hearings when ATF went up to the hearings, they specifically said we did this technically correct and statutorily correct. So everything was done right. Now, after, unfortunately, after the shooting in Vegas, and regardless of how anybody dies in early life, they're all tragic, whether you get killed by gun, um, you know, grenade, vehicle, it doesn't matter. So this was a tragic situation. And of course, it turned in political. And now the slide fire became one of the uh, items that they started attacking. But along with the slide fires, there's other things. There's binary triggers. There's other devices. But nobody is thinking about the individual who made those, who spent his money in, uh, who hires people, who puts money into the economy. This is all political. So now they come and attack ATF and there's nothing ATF can do. So, so Congress, Senate, or the Attorney General, one of them have mandated, did ATF write a regulation to change the definition? And here's why they want ATF to do this. Every agency is responsible for certain laws and regulations. ATF does the Gun Control Act, Title 18, Chapter 44. And under that, you have the Code of Federal Regulations, which is Title 27. Then under the statute, the regulations, you have rulings. So let's say there was a uh, misunderstanding of a regulation and ATF went at this regulation and said, we got to clarify this for the public. That would be an official ruling. And I'm sure you guys have seen that ATF ruling 2002 dash. And every agency does this. So then underneath rulings are letter opinions, and that's when You guys write in and say, I want to know if my slide fire is legal. So ATF looks at it, the farm technology branch. If they're not sure, they take it to ATF council. Then it goes above ATF council. And the letter ruling comes back and says, hey, your slide fire is good to go. You can start making it. So that's the thing. You got the law, regulations, rulings, and then letter rulings. No one wants to change the law here. And that's what needs to be done. If Congress took it upon themselves and said, we're going to change the definition of a machine gun, and we need to change the law, which is, if they're so uh, set on changing this determination, that's what they need to do, then Congress would do what they do. Somebody would introduce a bill and they'd go through the chain and we could all attack them and then we could vote them out of office. Right. Well, yeah, they know that midterms are coming up. That's exactly and, <laughs> right. And they
0: don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. So that the, the issue is, oh, well, the ATF is that evil monster that everybody wants to poke with the stick and pretend is a bunch of evil you-know-whats. But at the end of the day, it's not even really them. It's the people on top that want these things to happen, but they don't want their
1: name associated with exactly. it because midterms, midterms are coming up. So crazy. they're saying, ATF, you will find a way to write a regulation that's going to be more powerful than the law. So, so ATF is now becoming the whip and post again. And, and there's uh, uh, I remain friends with many of these senior personnel and there's a lot of people that are not happy with this, but they're good soldiers just like we all were. You know, that's not, you know, that's not something that they can really out of their bailiwick. It is something they do. They write regulations so they can do this. So that's kind of where we're at today. Now, Let's talk about what is going to be in this regulation. Uh, There's a lot of consultants like myself that interact with attorneys at ATF. And so a lot of some of this information has come out. What is posted on the website is an advanced notice of proposed rulemaking. That is not the rulemaking yet. So ATF is letting you know we're preparing to put a regulation change out there. How's it going to affect the industry? Give us your comments. And I want to address that about comments, and we talked about this yesterday with Tim. Guys, for all of you that write this comment in, I hate you, I wish your mother would die, and stuff like this, sign Mickey Mouse or sign Stalin, it goes right into trash. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why why waste your time if you're going to do that or ATF's time?
2: Oh, that's why I said legitimate comments. I would, I
0: would encourage everybody to keep a cool head and to be mature and professional when you're dealing with anybody. I mean, you know, the thing is, you know, all right, you know, you're in trouble with dad, right? OK, and, you, and what do you do? You don't walk in the door and go, the heck with you, dad. I hate you. No, you go, sir, I know I made a mistake. Will you, you know what I mean? Like there's, I'll there's a, a way, now. there's a way that you, that you get what you want. And, and I guess the old saying goes, you, you catch more flies with sugar than, you know, well, uh, just
1: I mean. read the <laughs> issue and write about the issue. Read right. the issue. And, you know, look at it. Like I'm doing a report card. I'm doing a position paper. And that's, that's what your comments should be like. I'm doing a position <laughs> paper. So I'm telling you why I disagree with this. And these are the reasons why. And sign your name. Every that statement where it talks about your name could become public record. That's an OPM requirement. You know, so there's going to be fifty thousand comments. Who's going to be picking up the phone and calling fifty thousand people? They don't have the they don't have the manpower to do that. They're out there trying to get bad guys off the street. So that's an OPM requirement to put that on the phone forms. So do not let that you know uh, change your mind about sending in a comment.
0: Absolutely. Uh, You know, I think that people really need to make an effort to to have a, you know, make their voice heard in a very professional and straightforward way. You know, guys, just say the way you feel, you know, say exactly what's on your mind, but do it professionally and and politely, you know, and you'll get a lot further that way.
1: And this is the way we make change. This is the public's opportunity to speak their dissent. You know, we don't have to go in front of the White House with spears and and slings and say we're going to burn the White House down. Right. Uh, We we use what the government allows us to do, and we use public dissent through a writing format. So this is a perfect platform for there.
2: Um, I think the big question here is how exactly will a negative regulation affect us? And the big thing is, all right, so they write this regulation. Well, it's not based on the law. Because the technology branch already approved bump stocks and binary devices based on the current law that was signed in back in nineteen thirty four and what the definition of a machine gun Yeah, I mean the big
0: question is if this ruling gets taken for face value and let's just say goes the direction of okay, now guess what? If you own these devices, they're now
1: illegal. Well yeah, we'll either turn them in no, or, or whatever. I mean, but <laughs> I mean technically if they're, not, they're, if they're not. not if they're
0: not against the law, I mean what what law? Well, that's
1: what this new regulation is going to be. This new regulation is going to have the strength of the law, and it's even going to have in there that it's if you possess one, it must be abandoned, and if you don't abandon it, it could be whatever the penalty is for possession of a machine gun. so that's what I'm saying. The definition of machine gun is written here
2: what well, what about this? I mean, Tim. Tim showed a video. I mean, we've bump fired guns before with just our fingers. So I I mean, are you making a machine gun by doing that? This is the slippery slope
1: that Pelosi wants. You know, so the definition, and I'm paraphrasing uh, what was told to me. The new definition is going to talk about any device that operates off of uh, of recoil. So they're looking at, at the function recoil and. Resets the trigger and continues to shoot automatically. Now I'm paraphrasing it because this thing has not been made public yet. How many of groups up there?
0: Right, but but I understand. I, I know Chad's trying to make a joke, but I understand what you're saying. I though mean, by device they mean they would basically mean anything that you physically attach to the firearm.
1: This but, you is got device, right. but you have this a good
0: point. But you have
1: a good point. If I'm at the range and I and the gun is shooting on its own when I'm bump with my trigger finger realistically this could be a device and this could be resetting and shooting automatically because of this device now i would like to think that people have common sense but if this regulation comes out and a police officer hears this automatic fire he's going to pull into the range and there's going to be more scrutiny i mean because you've heard the stories i've heard them where people have registered machine guns and go to ranges and start shooting automatically. And a police officer swoops in and said, hey, who's shooting a machine gun here? And of course, he has to provide his paperwork. So if a police officer swoops in and, you, and he hears automatic fire and you have no paperwork, I mean, you're a police officer. You're going to think somebody has a contraband machine gun somewhere.
2: Well they all, most police officers don't that already the
1: point that you bring up
2: they they don't even know the current NFA laws as they sit regarding suppressors and You know, short barrel rifles and short barrel shotguns and such. I mean, what makes you think that they're going to have any idea what is a machine gun and what is not? Well, yeah. And on top of that, I
0: mean, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of police officers and they're good guys. And most of the cops I know are gun guys. They are. So They know they get it. They know the difference between an AR and a pistol configuration and an AR that has an adjustable stock that would be considered an SBR. They know the difference between attack 14, you know, whatever, like 14 inch, you know, firearm, firearm. and a actual sawed off shotgun, the differences between those things. However, a, a police officer would refer that to federal agents anyway. I mean, a, a, a police you're, you're, officer's job locally is not to, to deal correct. with that type but of stuff.
1: You get into that situation where now you have to prove yourself innocent mm. because your, your firearm's been taken. And now you're going to have to prove that you're not violating the law. I'm just saying those are just some things that are possible. Let's, let's hope. Yep. You know we're, we're speculating way ahead of time. But that's what's important about making these comments and staying on top of when the proposed rulemaking comes out. And people need to write their congressmen and their senators and put them on the spot. So why are you not changing the law if you want it changed? Why are you making ATF, write a regulation, that's going to have more power than the current law.
0: It's and weird that, how that works, isn't it? <laughs> and, that's, and
1: That's it in a nutshell. They're given the authority to a regulation to have more power than a law. And, and if this thing gets approved, of course, there's going to be jockeying back and forth. They're going to send up a, a rough draft and it's going to come back. Uh, but a lot of this uh, depends on what the public does. That, um, you know,
2: <laughs> it rings slightly of tyranny.
1: I'm not going to use that term. (laughs) I'm I'm going to use it. And that's 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 exactly what
2: it
0: is. I I mean,
2: that's ridiculous.
0: I think the silver lining here and something that we really need to to look at, too, is the implications that this could have for the future. If, you know, this ruling could set forth a, a precedence of... extreme proportions. I mean, it could get to a point where eventually they go, okay, well now we've got them being okay with the fact that they have to surrender or destroy their, uh, you know, bump stocks or their triggers or other devices. Oh, now having a lightweight bolt carrier or a lightweight trigger that is capable of being squeezed easier. Now those are rate increasing devices or, Oh, a special muzzle brake that allows uh, the gas forces to be more efficiently diverted to allow faster follow-up shots is now considered a rate increasing device. Well, oh, how about uh, you know,
1: magazines? Well, Because I have a 30-round magazine, I mean, come on, let's be realistic. I can shoot a lot faster than if I have a five-round magazine. The well,
2: slippery slope. It is a slippery it. slope. I so, mean, that's exactly what it is.
1: And, and, you know, I follow the law. I scream and shout, but, but I follow the law. We all do. And it will affect us. It's going to affect the honest citizen who follows the law because – without naming names, cities and states that have very strict gun laws, look how rampant crime is there. I'll name one. The, Chicago. And, and does the criminal say, I better not do this because it's violating, you know, Title 18, you know, chapter so-and-so. You I'm, know, probably, not- <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't care. <laughs> but we do. But we do. We'll say, you know what, I can't do this now because it's a violation of 27 CFR 479.11, the definition of a machine gun. And
0: well, so
1: that's what irritates me.
0: I'll, I'll put it to you like this. This is my, my perspective. You know, I love my country. I'll, I'll tell anybody. I, I love the United States. I love my country. And I'm in a, I'm in a weird position where it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm expected to take this like high and mighty stance on what is going on with this stuff. But at the same time, I do have a sense of duty and I understand that, you know, we are a nation of laws. You know, we, we are law-abiding people that that follow the rules and we, you know, I'd like to think though, that we have a say in making those rules though. I mean, it's one thing to follow a rule that you feel like you had some say in, instead of, it's kind of like,
2: I guess a good example would be- It's not due, due process. It's
0: right, it's mm-hmm. not due process. As long as long as you're given due process and you're treated like a human being and you're allowed to have some say in the matter and that your opinion matters, well then by all means, like just like no taxation without representation. It's the same type of thing. If you're being subjugated, without any recourse that you have no way to do anything about it by people you've never met that will never meet you and don't know what your personal needs are. I mean, it's just, it, it's a very slippery well, situation. You're,
2: that you're giving is them more unfair. credit than that because they don't care about your personal well, needs. Anyway, but we, have, we have
1: a perfect opportunity now to notify our congressmen and senators, both online on writing to let them know that we're going to be voting. Yep. And people, People need to contact the representatives and they need to
0: go, look, with all due respect, I vote and we know we know what's going on here. And you need to you need to put a stop to this right now because we, we we've, the ruse is up. OK, we get it. We know what's happening. We know the, the whole shebang you need to
1: cease right immediately. Absolutely. you think we can affect changes. I really do, because there's a lot of people that are clawing to keep their job because that's all they know how to do. Yep. Is uh, Will and Dill in, in Washington, D.C. And and so they're clawing right now to keep their job. <laughs> and, and if uh, we, we and we're just pro guns, we're not anarchist, we're not loudmouth. We're just pro guns in our mind and talking about we disagree with this. And we're going to write in our comments, say we disagree with it in that way. And then we're going to contact our congressmen and senators and, and inform that we disagree in that manner also. Yes, sir. Well, guys, look, if, if you take nothing else from this video, go
0: over and leave a comment. Be respectful, be polite, but state your opinion. Be firm. You have an opinion. You have a right to, to feel the way you do. You love the Second Amendment. You you love your country. And you want to, You feel like you're being mistreated, which you should, because it is, uh, then, then let them know. And I, I, I hope that cooler heads will prevail. I mean, this whole situation really reeks of... The whole mentality of, okay, you you ever been uh, like, remember back in school, some some person pulled the the fire alarm, you know what I mean? And everybody had to leave the building. okay, And then there's always that announcement later. What happens? We know who did it. Right. Just go ahead and turn yourself in. We know who did it. No, they don't. They don't know who did it. I mean, and and the thing is, we we have to remember that you were dealing with a group of people who, I mean, to be fair, Okay, they have a very difficult job, because they have people on one side that they feel like they have to appease to feel like they did something. On the other hand, they've got the people that actually this really affects. Mm. Like you got people who pretend it affects, I know which it did. doesn't really affect them because it, they don't have anything to do with it. And then it has people like us who use the things responsibly
2: and legally, and it it literally is only going to negatively affect so, you. I know who did it. Wayne Lapier Chris Cox, Marion Hammer, and the rest of the freaking NRA
0: board. Well, the thing is, we we've we've developed this system of like taking your rights away and then selling them back to you in the form of NRA dues. Like, that's what this whole thing is. It's it's political lobbying, but it's but it's done in a way where it's like literally where it's like, oh well, let's do this and create a bunch of panic and mayhem and then all right, well. We're going to rub elbows and drink some scotch at this point, and then all right, let's slowly do this, and then we'll chalk up a bunch of fear and get a bunch of uh, dues out of them. I want, I my, mean, I
2: want the board out of here. I want them gone. Well, <laughs> it ain't going to happen overnight, like we've said right, before. But I mean, it pisses there, me off. A, the, the
0: point is, is that these situations are often much more delicate than many people may give them credit. That for. That is I'm true. Not,
1: I'm not delicate. That is now. true. Sorry, and, but we do have an opportunity this time to. To set the record straight. Yes, sir. But hey, guys, do you have any more questions? I think we covered this. and, you know, I, I, th- and- I think the major crux of this,
0: this video is in place. I mean, we really wanted people to know about this comment section. Um, the comment section is up on the 25th, I believe. It's, it uh, is. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah so that's 25th. right around the corner. Guys, please, if you do nothing else today, take just five minutes to go write a, write a comment. Check the uh, link in the description box below. Please be polite. You know, but but be firm. You know, it's, it's OK to have a stance, but be respectful, be polite and, and just try to make them understand. I mean, remember, guys, you, you catch you catch more flies with sugar. I mean, just be respectful, be professional and let your voice be heard. And I, I think I think if we allow this opportunity to everybody take advantage of it, that that cooler heads will prevail. And especially if you start holding all of your uh, representatives down. Uh, and really twisting the rules over this because that's
1: the crux right there. Yeah,
0: this really, really comes back to that individual aspect is these folks are up for reelection, and they know that touching this with a 10 foot pole is the end for them. So we need to make sure they understand that we we watch it. We know what's going on.
1: Well, hey guys, I do this as a, uh, as a living. I'm a consultant to the firearms industry, to the public. Um, and and if you don't mind, put a link to my website up there. It's rickvasquezfirearms.com. Yes, sir. I, uh, I work uh, for a major company called FFL Guard, and I do this independently. And we have many, many major firearms manufacturers as our clients, mm-hmm. and we keep them out of trouble.
2: You also Absolutely. have a lot of uh, mom and pop shops as your clients, too. Absolutely. Moms, yes, we I will say that, that I have had personal uh,
0: experience with FFL Guard in the past. And you guys have always been great. I've, I've never seen a single issue there. Y'all have always been very professional and very helpful if we ever needed you. So, uh, yeah, y'all are great doing a good job. And uh, Rick, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're a busy guy, but I
1: appreciate you going on record with us. You, only reason I didn't want to do the Google at first. As I told you, I didn't want to clean up. So I went ahead and got clean up and All put right. a nice shirt on. Oh, you're good. You, you, clean you guys up, have a good weekend. <laughs> you clean
0: up pretty good for a Marine. I'm just giving you my time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I, can, I ain't got much to say. I'm oh, hair everywhere and all that. All right. Well, anyway, Rick, thank you so much for your time. Guys, thanks for watching today's video. Please check out the links in the description box below. Uh, check them out. Make sure you do something because, guys, love them or you're, you're going you're gonna to lose them. Love your rights or lose them. I mean, all right. you have to always fight. Rick, thank you for your time. Guys, thank you for watching. We'll catch you next time. Have Later. a good week, Yes, sir.
2: You too.